0: USA fans. Happy Wednesday. I am your host, Sarah Rudolph, and I am super excited because college baseball is back, baby. Opening weekend is just a few days away. And this sport will always hold a special place in my heart. It was the first sport I really fell in love with. Getting to be my high school's baseball team manager was the highlight of my team years. And now I get to do sports for a living and watch all the baseball come springtime. Um, But I digress. Let's get back to what we're here to talk about today. Um, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CUSA Insider. Before we jump right into it, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, So if you are enjoying what you hear here on the on the podcast. Please do us a favor and go subscribe wherever you're listening so that you never miss a new episode. And while you're there, go write us a review so we know how we're doing. And then after that, you can go give us a follow on social media. You can find us on X and Instagram at CUSA Insider Pod. And as always, our email is open to any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions that you may have. So go shoot us a note at CUSA Insider at ConferenceUSA.com. All righty, let's talk about some CUSA baseball here real quick before we get into our interview with DBU Patriots head coach Dan Heefner, who will join us on the podcast later. And in case you missed it, about two weeks ago, we released the preseason poll, preseason all-conference team, and preseason superlative awards for baseball. And I just a side note here, before I run down these lists for those of you listening, these all-conference teams, awards, polls are all voted on by the head coaches in our league and sometimes the media, depending on the sport. But our communications folks and our administrators in this office do not have any input in making the decision on all of these things. So if you have something to say about who made the all-conference team, who's number one on the preseason poll, anything that has to deal with any of that, just know our head coaches in the league go through a very – very detailed voting process to figure all of this stuff out. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the people in this office, except for the fact that we tally said votes, which actually we have a system that does it for us. So we don't even tally it anymore. So please, our social media director here is the only person that is seeing your cries on social media about the travesty that it is that so-and-so did not make the uh, preseason all-conference team. So um, take that up with your head coaches if you have a problem with it uh, or don't because i don't know if if they'll answer you but just know we love you but we have nothing to do with the com- all conference teams um and how those things land all right. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. Let's move into CUSA baseball, uh, preseason, um, announcements here. So defending CUSA regular season champions, DBU were voted in the top spot in the preseason poll after a very impressive 2023 season. Uh, we'll get to talk with coach Hefner a little more about the 2024 campaign later here in the show. Um, but two, two, DBU Patriots were also named the preseason player of the year and the preseason pitcher of the year for this year. Uh, the reigning CUSA freshman of the year and a freshman All-American, a Grant Jay, was voted as the preseason player of the year. And All-American right-handed pitcher, Ryan Johnson, was voted preseason pitcher of the year. So can't wait to see how those guys do in 2024. As you'll hear later in the program, uh, Coach Heefner has pretty high hopes for those two gentlemen. And uh, let's talk about the uh, rest of the poll, how that played out behind the Patriots in the preseason poll are the Liberty flames followed by Louisiana tech. Then Sam Houston, WKU, middle Tennessee, Jacksonville state, FIU, and New Mexico state in that order. DBU led the all conference team with five selections followed by Sam Houston, who had four guys on the team and then Liberty and WKU both landed three players on the team as well. If you want to go see that full list, then go check out conferenceusa.com and navigate over to the baseball tab. And while you're there, why don't you go ahead and check out this weekend's opening weekend baseball schedule. We've got several games on ESPN plus so you can actually go and watch some college baseball as it gets started this season. I am very excited, as I've already mentioned, for this baseball season, excited to see what our new CUSA teams can do in the league this year um, and just see how the whole season plays out. Obviously, DBU is really a powerhouse nationally in baseball. We're very happy to have them in Conference USA, um, but as you'll hear Coach Heifner as well talk about later don't sleep on these other teams in the league. We have added some really great uh, new teams that have some great baseball programs. So excited to see how everything plays out this year. All right, everybody. That's about all I have for you for now. Let's get right into our interview with DBU head coach, Dan Hefner. The CUSA baseball season gets underway this Friday, so it's only fitting that we have a baseball guest on the podcast this week. The DBU Patriots landed in the top spot in the CUSA preseason poll after winning the regular season in 2023. The man leading their program has assisted in bringing DBU to national prominence in his time as a head coach, going into his 17th season as the leader of this program. Please join us in welcoming head coach of the Patriots, Dan Hefner. Coach, nice to have you on the program today.
1: Thank you. Uh, Honored to be here and we're really looking forward to the start of the season and our players are excited. We're excited and, you know, hard to believe in February, it's baseball time, but it's, it's upon us.
0: It is. It's, It's a very exciting time for sure. And also, you know, I have somebody who is super excited to be with me on the program today. He's my guy who's usually doing all the behind the scenes work on this show. But today he is joining me on the mic for this one because he's got some insider knowledge of the Patriots program after being with them as a videographer pretty much every single day last season. Happy to have our associate director of creative and digital video, Dane Lewis with us today. Hi, Dane.
2: Hi, Sarah. Yeah. Glad to be here. Uh, Echoing what coach said. I mean, baseball's here. It's one of the best times of the year for sports fans. And uh, I'm looking forward to what DBU and the entire conference can do uh, this season. Uh, It should be a fun next few months for sure. Absolutely.
0: Well, okay, coach. So after becoming the head coach of the Patriots program before the 08 season, you led the team to their first ever NCAA postseason appearance in school history that year. And now, almost 17 years later, which is crazy, you've brought uh, DBU to the postseason 12 times, including 11 of the last 12 seasons. So, what do you think has attributed to DBU's sustained strength as one of the top baseball programs in the country?
1: Uh, it's I think it all starts with people we have we have great players we've had great assistant coaches um, we're actually getting to honor that first that 08 team we're having a, a reunion for them this year and those are the guys that really started it for us and pretty neat just to see who they are what they've done in baseball and number of them are coaching and just you know it, to me it all comes down to the culture and those are the guys who started our culture and it's just continued through the years with just great player after great player, not just on the field, but off the field. And, you know, you look at the the guys who've been coaches here as well and what they're doing today. And we've got a unbelievable staff right now. And that's kind of been, I'd say that's the the key to our success is just great people and great coaches and great players.
0: And you, and you say, you know, what our guys are doing today that have been with the program. You've never left. You've been there. You've been at the, at the beginning of that program's uh, prominence and you've stayed. What is it about DBU that makes you want to stay with the Patriots?
1: Oh, there's, there's a lot of things. It, it is a great place. Very, very unique. Um, just kind of, you know, obviously from the baseball side of it, like it's cool just to be here. Just what you said from the beginning, um, you know, they, they, transitioned to division one in 2004 my first year was 05 so the second year I was an assistant coach for the first three years so being here from the beginning transitioning into division one independent in the those early years didn't really have a facility you know then we we win a regional we go to a super regional that leads to building the stadium so you know it's just fun to really be a part of building something from the literally kind of from the ground up from the beginning and feeling like we just continue to keep growing and improving as a program. And there's one thing we haven't done, and that's gone to Omaha. And we truly think we can do that. And, you know, so that's been a a driving force of just what motivates me to keep going and and stay here. And, And again, what I said before, it's the people like it's our administration is outstanding. They're incredibly supportive. And then I also think the last part, and maybe the most important is just how we're able to do it as well not only can we really succeed on the field but the way we're able to invest our players off the field and the environment we have here at dbu to be able to do that is very very unique so um yeah it's a pretty cool place and um, it's also fun like baseball is kind of our football here so uh, that's been a cool thing as well and makes it enjoyable
0: Yeah. I wish, I wish baseball could be my football everywhere. I, that's one of my favorite sports to be a part of to just sit in the press box and get to watch. So, um, I actually, I live very, very close to DBU's campus. Um, and for those of you listening who have never gotten to make the trip, do it, please. It is so beautiful. Your facilities are incredible. Um, so if you get a chance to come to Dallas Baptist university for any event, but conference USA fans, baseball this year, go do it. It's so fun. It's it's a great atmosphere there. All right, coach, let's talk a little Conference USA. So um, last year, first year in the league, and you guys came out and just tore through the league, won the regular season championship in 2023. Obviously, you appeared in our championship game also last year um, and then went to regional finals um, after that. So what are you um, looking forward to and what are you going to capitalize going into 2024?
1: Yeah, first, I'd say, you know, last year, our first year in Conference USA, we were thoroughly impressed, like it's a, we you know, we've been watching it from the outside for years, just the the location of it and had a lot of respect for Conference USA, and then to be a part of it and just see the quality of the programs, the, uh, the professionalism of the conference office, the facilities, um, it is first class in every way, so we had a, a great experience last year. Um, and then really looking forward to this year i think the obviously there's been some changes and i think a lot of them have been really good especially from a baseball standpoint the some of the programs that have come in are just year in and year out great baseball schools in regionals um so it's a it's very competitive and you know we're looking forward to it and you know i, I think all of us at this time of year there's there's a ton of optimism there's also a little bit of you know, unknowns as well. And true for our program as well. Like we lost a lot of guys to the draft last year. We got a, a good group of guys back, but there's a lot of new faces. And then the new, the new teams coming into the league as well. So I think just, you know, excitement, you know, loved, love conference USA last year. I love what it looks like this year. Um, again, the facilities, the atmosphere, the professionalism of the league just makes it a, it's a battle every single conference series. And, you um, we're looking forward to getting started. The only, the only downside, and, and I'm not, I wouldn't change it, you know, we don't get to start conference for a few weeks. And I think we all need that. We need the preseason time to get ready because it is going to be so competitive and we've got to still figure some things out on each of our teams too. So um, it's going to be a great year. And I think Conference USA, it looks like it's going to be really strong this year.
2: Yeah. And you talk so much coach about the people and the culture, especially with the coaching staff. And one question that I have for you, I know you mentioned players going off to the draft, including plenty of really talented arms, uh, guys like Zane Russell, Kyle Amitt, Brady Rose, just to name a few, but also, uh, you're going to have a new look with the pitching coach itself and Kale Johnson. And I'm just curious as to what the process looked like, um, of hiring him on the staff, what stuck out in that process and, what are the expectations for you going into this year as far as pitching? Uh, because, like you said, there are so many new faces on that staff.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, Micah Posey did an outstanding job for us. Micah's from Tallahassee, grew born there, grew up there. So when he got the opportunity to go back to Florida State and be home, his parents, his dad is a um, Hall of Fame high school coach in Tallahassee. It was kind of just one of those. Um, just unbelievable opportunity for him. So we hated to lose Micah because he did such a great job for us Um, and hated to lose a lot of those pitchers you just named off as well. Uh, I'd also added Braxton Bragg, Zach Heat. Like we could keep going. We lost a lot of arms. Uh, But Cale Johnson really separated himself as far as candidates we were looking at. Like one of our goals as a coaching staff is, and I know this is a lofty goal, but our goal is to be the best in the country at development and that really, kind of drives who we want to hire. Like we're looking for somebody who's elite at development. As, um, as I got to know Kale, and I, I've known him for a few years now. We connected a few years back and I've got to know him through the years, have a few mutual contacts in baseball. Um, he's just has an unbelievable reputation. He's number one, he's a great person, um, you know, great family man. His, his family is awesome. Wife, Jess, has three kids. Uh, But then to see what he's done in professional baseball, the different roles he's had, like he's it's pretty unique from the he's been an assistant pitching coordinator. Um, You know, he's he's been on the analytics side, but he's also been in the dugout like he has been the the pitching coach at multiple levels from, you know, a ball up to double a I think he was, you know, pretty undeniable like he was on the path of, of becoming a major league pitching coach he's that good. But I think just from a, a family standpoint, lifestyle, those type of things, he he knew that college baseball is probably a better situation for him. So we we're extremely fortunate to get him just with his experiences, how good he is. Um, he's worked with guys at the highest level. And um, again, if our goal is to be the best in the country at development, we need somebody like him who has the experiences he has. And he's done a super job with our guys. Like he's he'd never been in college baseball before, just You know, he played in college and then he got drafted, pitched professionally for a while and then had been coaching in pro ball for the last 12 years. So but fortunately to help that transition, Dane, as you know, we still have Travis Stone on staff and we do it a little different than maybe some programs where we go of our four coaches. We go two on the pitching side and two on the, the offensive side. So Travis and Kale are working together on the pitching side. So I think that really made that transition much smoother for Kale coming in from pro ball we've got some great pieces on the mound still, you know, obviously starting with Ryan Johnson. um, You know, he had an unbelievable year for us last year. He was an all American and to have that as a, you know, our true Friday night guy from last year is back this year and um, did a great job this summer was the the most valuable pitcher for team USA. Um, He just has a tremendous work ethic too. He was a great teammate. So he's really led our staff um, in every way this year. And um, we got, few other guys uh jaron DeBerry. he was on our staff last year had some starts for us played a big role you know he's he's our number two we've got a few new guys that have come in that have really impressed us a lot so yeah a lot of new faces but we are very optimistic just with uh what kale and travis have been doing with the staff and also the talent of the new guys coming in and then their their work ethic and buying into the culture
2: yeah absolutely should be an exciting year on the mound. Uh, I know, I know I'm excited. RJ, you mentioned Ryan Johnson. I know he's going to have a great year. And, uh, I'm, you know, like you said, if he's the leader of the staff, I'm sure that the, the culture is being built and established there already. So should be an absolutely fun season to watch. And I think even offensively there, there's some fun optimism, the Patriots returning plenty of talent on that side of the field, uh, plenty of names on the CUSA all preseason team, Miguel Santos, Nathan Humphreys, Ethan Mann, Grant J, uh the preseason player of the year for the Patriots for conference USA. How is, exciting is it for you just to see those that many guys coming back uh after the year that, you know, you guys had at the plate and, that, and there's a lot of names, you know, I didn't mention, I know Tom Poole returns for the lineup. Uh, and, you know, there's some other guys that got a few cracks last year that maybe we'll get some more opportunity this year as they continue to develop. What excites you about the offense uh, for your team this season? Yeah,
1: I think, you know, with with as many guys as we lost on the pitching side and and we do feel good about where we're at pitching, but offensively, that's where we have a lot more um, just veterans returning. And um, yeah, they did a great job last year. We had a a really good offense and to have those main guys back and um, you know, Ethan Mann and Grant Jay were both All-Americans last year. Um, they had great years. You know, 20 home runs for Ethan, 21 for Grant Jay, which is remarkable as a true freshman. Uh, but then Nathan Humphreys, you know, he he should have been an All-American. You know, hit 350 with 15 home runs, and he's the the best defensive center fielder we've ever had. So I think that really helps as well. Where you know, we have our entire middle of the. You know, not not just from the lineup standpoint, but defensively as well. You got Nathan Humphreys in center field. Grant Jay is going to be behind the plate. And then we got Miguel Santos and Luke Kiepner at short. You know, Miguel at second, Luke at short. So our entire middle is back from last year. Um, and I thought our defense was really solid. So that that's a good feeling. Um, like you said, Tom Poole, Miguel Santos, like those are just veteran guys. Miguel's been with us for, this is his third year now. Um, so yeah, it definitely helps to to have that veteran presence in the lineup. And then uh, like you said, there's a few other guys who had some played a role for us last year. Like one would be Alex Pendergast, um, had some good at bats for us at the end of the season and looks like he's gonna play a, a big role for us this year. So definitely exciting on the offensive side. And uh, but there's gonna be a few new guys in there as well that we're looking forward to seeing.
0: So you were just rolling through your roster there a little bit, coach. And I have to ask, what is it like to coach your son Luke?
1: Oh, it's, it's been great. Um, You know, I, I went into this with my eyes wide open, like, you know, as he was going through the recruiting process, we wanted him to, um, you know, truly make that decision. And he talked to a bunch of other people and I talked to a bunch of other people too. I talked to a lot of coaches who have had their sons play for him before and just asked for their advice and, you know, what to look for, what to watch out for um, and, and got some really good advice. And I think the big thing is he, he makes it pretty easy. He's kind of a, he's, he's kind of quiet. He's a worker, he's a grinder. So, um, that's made it really fun to be able to have him on the team, be able to see him every day, get to work with them. And, um, yeah, he's, he's done a good job for us since he's been here.
0: Are all of your sons baseball guys, for those of you listening, um, coach Hefner has five sons, all boys, right? Yes. <laughs> So are all of your other boys baseball guys or do they dabble in some other sports?
1: Uh, No, they baseball. It's kind of hard not to because this is kind of just what we do and where we live. But, yeah, the oldest four definitely are all into baseball. The youngest one, um, he's pretty funny, like he plays it, but he actually funny story. He comes to me over winter break and he's like, hey, dad, I, I know you like baseball a lot and I do, too but I really like to do things. And in baseball, you don't get to do very much. (laughs) So I I was wondering if I could find a sport where you can do more. And he's, and it's like, Hey, I totally get it. It can be a slow game. Uh, So we'll have to see if Jacob wants to do baseball as well. But right now he's, he's thinking he wants to do something a little more active, but he does like pitching. He said he likes pitching because they get to do a lot.
0: I was about to say, just pitch or catch or something, be in the infield. I know the outfielders sometimes are just out there, you know, getting sun and they're getting blasted by the sun and just standing there, but oh, that's awesome. Well, I have a question for you about your schedule. So you talked about um, how, you know, you'd like to get the conference schedule started a little earlier so that you guys can really get into the groove with your season, but you have a really great non-conference schedule um, lineup to kind of start the season. And I was just looking at it you are pretty much at home for like an entire month. Um, So you're actually at home at DBU, then you're in the Frisco Classic. You do make a trip to Baylor, but Waco, not that far of a drive. Um, You go up to Norman, also really not that far of a drive. So how do you kind of get in the groove of a season when you're practically at home for an entire month?
1: Yeah, I think there's, well, honestly, I'd say one thing is, we don't get enough time to get ready for the season, you know, to have three weeks of team practice before you start playing games is not enough time. So we feel like when the season starts, we are still like, we're playing every game to win, but we have to be in development mode, you know, at the same time. So I think that does help to be at home early to where we can, you can just get more done when you're at home from a, what you're able to do from a, you know, pregame practice standpoint and everything. So that helps, you know, part of it was not, entirely intentional like we have a lot of teams that we're just going to play year in and year out for our our midweek games you know like the baylor oklahoma oklahoma state like we are in you know to your question earlier about what's led to the success of our program a huge part is the location that we're in i mean you know you look at there are you know you you got 10 plus teams that could be in the top 25 within three hours of us on a yearly basis so Those are the type of teams we get to play. And then when you talk to them, it's like, we're always going to play home and home with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, TCU, Um, you know, and then just the way things shake out. And it just kind of worked out this year where a couple of those are at home early. You know, it's just a little bit better. Like if we're here compared to going up to Oklahoma, we got maybe a little better chance for weather early. Um, The weekend series, it just kind of worked out that way. Like ideally we would have gone on the road, but that Frisco Classic is such a great event. And when we have the opportunity to get in that and to play against Alabama, Arizona and Indiana, you know, you, you have to do that. So, um, yeah, it's it's a great schedule and it actually balances out pretty well because we're going to be on the road quite a bit at the end of the year. So over the grand scheme of things over the whole season, it's a pretty balanced schedule. But I think all in all, we really try to challenge ourselves. Our goal is to be an at large team and, and ultimately be able to host a regional in order to do that, you have to play a really good non-conference schedule um, as well as conference. And that's where Conference USA has helped us a lot. But I think this year's non-conference schedule could be outstanding. Um, just kind of the normal teams we play and then a few others, like a Central Michigan. They, they've been a, a regional team for the last few years here, winning 40 plus games. Uh, San Diego has had a great program these last few years. We got to go out there and play two years ago, and it was a great series. So Um, very challenging schedule and I I know it'll have us prepared come once we get to conference play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the Frisco classic. Um, I would be in trouble if I didn't talk about it because so to give you some insight about me. I graduated from the university of Alabama with my undergraduate degree. And then I went to Indiana university and got my master's. And so now I'm like, Whoa, the Frisco classic setup is just (laughs) great. And now I'm going to go and I don't know what to do. I may wear like an Alabama hat and Indiana t-shirt. I need to get like some DBU like shorts or something. I don't know. Um, But why is that such a great event every year? And what um, in specific this year are you looking forward to with those opponents?
1: Yeah, it is a great event and for a couple of reasons one is the quality of opponents that they bring in just what you said but the other thing and and I love this about the way they try to do it they try to set it up like a regional um it has a regional feel to it just with the way I mean even down to the timing you know exactly how they do the pregame timing the way you're going to do bp in and out the game times like it is a it follows a regional format and then you know you have four programs in that are quality programs so that's what I love about it is you're getting to play great people in a true regional format and on a neutral site. Um, the, the crowds have been great. We played there in 2021 and it was um, just a, a great atmosphere and um, a great way to challenge your team early in the season to get to play three different opponents in one weekend in that, that type of environment with those type of fans. And um, yeah, the guys who head that up do an outstanding job with it. We're excited
0: for it. I think you can expect a lot of our office to be there for sure. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> all right, we'll have we'll,
0: we'll some fans.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll bring some DBU gear then, so you can.
0: <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. I'm getting all the. I'm getting the gear lately. I uh, I'm I'm getting a, a WKU softball jersey. They're sending me one. All right. I right. DM'd them on Twitter right. the other day, and now they're <laughs> sending me one. I'm pretty excited about it. So now we get some DBU. Yeah. Some DBU gear added to the locker. That'll be awesome. <laughs> Well, Coach, um, anything else with your program this year that you want people to know about? Whether it be players, um, just your outlook going into the season, what can we um, expect from you guys um, that we may not have seen in years past?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like we have a pretty consistent just style of play. Like you, every year you want to maximize who you have. So it's like we have a kind of a style of play and the way we like to play the game, and you know, really a huge one for us. It centers around not just the way we play, but the way our guys go about it, the type of teammates they are. Um, so anybody who's watching us play, I hope that's something you notice is the way that the the guys care for each other, root for each other, that, you know, our goal is to truly be a team. Uh, maybe one difference this year, like we've always, you know, you, you have to be great on the mound in order to be a great baseball team. And I think we've traditionally had some great pitching staffs and have really tried to, to build it from the back end and, like Dane said at the beginning, like the number of guys in our bullpen last year that got drafted are now in professional baseball. Um, you know, with Zane Russell, Brady Rose, Kyle Men, Alec Baker. Um, it was a really, really good bullpen. And all those guys got drafted. And we've got some great guys to, to fill in for them. But I think one thing we're pretty excited about this year is our starting rotation. And we've always had some good starters. But to have Ryan Johnson, to have a returning All-American as your Friday night guy, um, the jump that Jaron DeBerry has made. Um, we have two more, James Elwanger, Nick Wilson. Like we feel like this is as good of a starting rotation as we've ever had in my 17 years here. So that would probably be one thing that we're really excited about is the strength of our starting rotation. I think you know, our bullpen will still be strong, but um, to have some guys at the beginning that can can really go for us is going to be fun
0: coach. I have one more question for you and Dane actually. Um, and it's a fun one that we like to end out all of our interviews here, um, with, and we like to call this segment CUSA eats. So obviously we are in the Dallas area here at the conference USA office, but DBU is a little bit more removed kind of from where um, our office is. And we want to know where around there can fans and players and people go to eat when they come to visit DBU. So, I I actually do live near campus, so I'm not going to say anything, but um I know Dane went to school there and obviously you've been there for quite some time. So, where can we go grab some grub?
1: Oh boy. I I am a horrible person to ask this question <laughs> to. Um I bring my lunch every day and don't go. So
0: I appreciate Dane, that.
1: Dane, you're going to have to help me out here. I- come
0: on, Dane. <laughs> Yeah. I already know what he's gonna say. I know his favorite place. What, what's there. your
1: spot, Dane? I,
2: I was always a Guanataco fan, and, yeah. and still to this day. If I if I'm going to some games this year, which I, I certainly plan on going, I'll I'll definitely have to make some stops by there. I know that's a a, a DBU favorite amongst the students because it's so close, it's relatively inexpensive, all things considered. So that, that that's an easy spot for me. And I'm, I'm sure many other DBU students, alumni, and even probably some faculty can attest to that too.
1: Guanataco yep. is the best. Uh, that is that is definitely the spot, and especially if you want something close to campus, you just go across the bridge. You're right yep. there, and um, yeah, authentic, and that that is a great choice.
0: All right, Coach. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, I do want to let everyone know uh, the season, the baseball season starts this Friday. At all nine of our conference USA teams will be in action this weekend. Uh, DBU will be playing Semo Southeast Missouri at home this weekend. Their first game at 3 p.m. this Friday, and it is all on ESPN Plus, guys. So go get your ESPN Plus subscription. Go watch some CUSA baseball this weekend and get ready for a great season. Coach, we really appreciate you joining us today. Good luck to the Patriots this year.
1: Thank you. I really enjoyed it.
0: It was such a pleasure to have coach Heefner here on the program. And I just, I want to get this out of the way, everybody. I'm so sorry that I keep talking about my alma maters, but if our CUSA teams would just stop playing them, then I wouldn't have to talk about them as much, I guess. So, um, <laughs> apologies in advance for if that ever happens again, but we are, um, as I mentioned before, ready to get this baseball season underway. All nine of our teams are in action this opening weekend. Uh, So go ahead and check out that program schedule on the website at conferenceusa.com navigate over to the baseball tab, and you'll be able to see the schedule there. We will see you guys next Wednesday. We have actually got a special podcast in store for you. We have two folks from the Huntsville Sports Commission joining us to talk about the 2024 CUSA Basketball Championships in Huntsville, Alabama. Hashtag Rocket City Hoops. So be sure to set your alarms and make sure that is on your schedule for next Wednesday. You are listening to CUSA Insider, the official podcast of Conference USA. I'm Sarah Rudolph, signing off.